Hey everyone, you're listening to The Backlog for June 10th, 2015. Hey, how's everybody doing today? Uh, it's V's. And Eli. And uh, yeah, we're back with more of this. This one's going to be a little... Uh, it's not going to be as scripted as the last few, just because there's not enough for me to care about right now. Um, pretty much the basics of what's been going on that I saw this week that caught my eye. Um, Hearthstone... Shut the fuck up. Uh, every every time. Every time I hit record, the, the train starts. Uh, Hearthstone is coming out with a new mode called uh, Tavern Brawl. It, it's just weekly challenges. Uh, cool, I guess. It might get me to start playing the game again, considering I haven't in a long-ass time. Um, it's still better than Magicka. Or Magic 2014. God, that game is so slow. Uh, then, yeah, what else? Oh, oh, there's rumors of a... I guess they're not rumors. It was on a commercial that le- accidentally leaked. Um, the Hyrule Warriors is coming to the new 3DS, and it's also going to include a female Link. So, probably the only time we'll ever get that, sadly. Um, what else? You you were looking at the stuff with me. What else did we um, find? That wasn't Hellblade. I know. That's the first thing I wanted to say. Let's, let's, God, what else did, um. Oh, Dark Souls 3 is apparently quote-unquote confirmed, even though nobody can confirm it because it was leaked art that could have just been somebody's art post, so... If if it's quote-unquote confirmed, it's not confirmed. Oh, no, no. Places are saying it's confirmed, but it's just a leaked piece of art that says early 2016, but at the same time, that could just be a piece of fan art somebody slapped on something. I mean, there's no... Whatever. Until we get, like, a leaked trailer or a bunch of screenshots or something, having a piece of art. It's not even, like, in-game. It's, like, it's like a, the main character... It's, like, a, ca- a character in armor standing and, like, kind of partly on fire and stuff. And then it says, early 2016. That's it. I don't... Whatever. We'll hear about it at E3. Like, that's probably not... It's probably true, leak. but... But it is well, kind of hilarious. The leak is probably real, but people talking about it being confirmed, like it's, like from software has come out and said, "Yes, we are making D- Dark Souls three, and we leaked that image." That's Fuck. the company's actual voice. Yes, that's well, that they have to have something <laughs> heroic because fucking um, from is awesome. Oh, uh, was it? Oh, it's it's kind of ridiculous. It's kind of hilarious to me how how many things get leaked. Uh, well, like, there's, there's no such thing. Like, sometimes a, a leak is a real leak. Yeah, and I think part of that is just, like, I'm working at a place now where there's really tight security on information, and I'm like, how did you do that? How, how, did, you, how did you just let something fly onto well, the internet? I'm gonna tell you something but, right now. Most of the time, they do it themselves. Yeah, well, that's... Like, oh my god, still, Battlefield Hardline is the funniest one. And that just fucking annoys one. me. I'm like, don't say it's a leak, just put the thing out there. But it, but it generates more clicks. The, the, the best one I've ever seen was Battlefield Hardline. They accidentally put up the entire website. They, How? they were testing it and How? somehow put it public. How do you do that? It was fucking astounding. I, I That happened actually, like, at the end of last year. It was like in November... No, it was earlier than November. 
It, I, I can't remember what happened. It was last year, though, and it was fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, they just put up the entire website for Battlefield Hardline, which had a trailer on it and everything. Like, yeah. it was... Uh, well, and I guess you can see where when companies really do want to keep things under wraps, they do, like, um... Yeah. I don't know, I was just, like, the Fallout trailer... Well, you were yeah, no, about we heard that. about leaks before then, though. That's true. I mean, I mean we had we had the guy uh, from Guillermo del Toro's uh, place accidentally break NDA when he put the fucking the, thing yeah, on it. Yeah, like people do that shit all the time. That's true, and it's pr- I don't know, and I think part of like it's just because, like I said, I'm every single day now I'm dealing with really intense security on inf- on like this dissemination of information. And, like, being constantly reminded, don't talk about things in front of other people, blah, 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 blah. And so it's like, how did you do that? How did you just think that that was, like, I'm going to tweet about this thing I'm not supposed to be talking about because it's a secret. Yeah. Like, uh. it, 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 but I get that, you know, it's video games, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then on top of that, like, it just leaks happen. They just happen. Like, yeah. people just talk about shit and then it's just like, oh. I wasn't supposed to talk about that. Oh, fucking can't do it now. Um, or a company is just like, yeah, no, this is what we're doing, mm-hmm. but act like it's a leak. And that's what 90% of that shit is anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, there's no way because that... Because it's every single week now. It, Something's Well, it's been always leaked. been like this. This isn't anything new. I mean, this has been... It, it's literally like, oh, yeah, we've got gameplay that leaked. It didn't leak. They the company had to go record that gameplay from their alpha build. They then had to go send that video to somebody because the video didn't magically appear at fucking Destructoid's mailbox or something. So it's not a leak. Somebody specifically from that company probably got permission to go record some gameplay, make it look like it was a leak, and just send it off to Destructoid. So, or to IGN or something. Like, so somewhere out there, someone's job is literally to leak information. All the time. This this is what PR is. This is what video game PR is. It's the same thing with movies. Like, they try to keep movies super under wraps, but although then you also have people like coming out of sets and taking photos and stuff. But like, it's fucking, it's just PR. That's all it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, it's probably because I'm one of those people who doesn't really care about spoilers. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's the same kind I have that same kind of attitude. Like, it's a leaked thing. I don't care. It's going to come out when it comes out, and then I'll enjoy it then. Yeah, when I when I get to go play it, then I'll, then I'll give a fuck about it. But, I mean, before Dark Souls 3 and Fallout 4 come out anyway, we have to get new graphics cards, so fucking... We, I don't care. We can't play them right now as it is. Um... What else was there? There wasn't really a ton this week that yeah. I gave any kind of a shit about. Um, it was a real slow week. It was a very slow week. And also, Chrome has decided to go onto the other screen that I cannot see. I wish it would not do that. Uh, I'm going to go open up my tabs and see what's... I hit the thing, please. Thank you. Um, yeah, so we have... Oh, new Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. So there's a new Ratchet and Clank finally, which is awesome because we've had one in like the last ten years. Which Ratchet and Clank is an awesome game series and it legitimately, um, that might tempt me for a PlayStation 4. I really love Ratchet and Clank, so. It's another game that oh, happened yeah. when I was when I was younger and not allowed to play video games. Yeah. So. 
yeah, the Xbox One got a priceless, uh, or a, a pointless price cut, but um, at least they now have a one terabyte model. So essentially, the 500 gig model got dropped to 350 bucks. The new $400 model is the one terabyte model. So for $50 more, you're getting double the hard drive space, rendering the 500 gig completely pointless. I mean, like if it was a hundred or 150 dollar price cut, yeah. Like if it was like 250 bucks, maybe 300, I could see doing that. Well, if it's if it was, you know, that would make it around half the price of. The one terabyte one. Well, no, it, it's uh, it'd be, a little more. If it, if, you know, if it was like a hundred and fifty dollar price drop, hundred dollars, like three hundred bucks, that'd be a good. A, a three quarters of the price would be good. Yeah, yeah. Like, and two hundred fifty would be. I would fucking go buy one. Like, I would go buy one in a couple paychecks. Yeah. Because that it's just worth it at that point. Two hundred fifty, mm-hmm. but three hundred fifty, fifty dollars less than the one terabyte model. There's no point in that. There's. Like if you're at like if you're at that point where you need to have an Xbox One, which I don't know anybody who must have an Xbone, they I mean like in the end, if you can't just save up another fifty bucks and get the bigger model, just start building a PC. Fucking you can get a terabyte hard drive for like what? What did we get yours? Thirty bucks for or something? Wait, no, mine was a terabyte. Mine was like thirty five bucks. Yeah. So, watch Amazon. Build a decent PC for, like, 500 bucks. Fucking don't... But, yeah. So, I mean, if you're gonna get an Xbox One, just just pay the extra 50 bucks and get a fucking I terabyte. can think of a pretty specific... Like, a, like a large subset of people who need to have an Xbox One. I... I can't... Like, you know, like, those... Like... Those, like... Like, teenagers who are living at their parents' house... Who, like, the ones who eat the Doritos and, and shit. Like, my brothers. When they, they were teenagers. They don't need to have an f- Xbox One. They really want an Xbox One because Call of Duties is on it. Yes. But the thing about it is, at that point, just buy the te- terabyte version. The The 500 gig version is pointless now. Because $50 is not even the price of an extra controller. The That's controllers true. are That's 60 bucks. Stupid. The controllers are fifty nine ninety nine. <laughs> You cannot even now buy the 500 gig and then get another controller alongside it for the same price as the terabyte. So there is no point in getting the 500 gig. Well, and like what you were saying earlier is that you can't change the hard drives now. Yeah, you can't change the hard drives on the, on the Xbox One. And on top of that, games are mostly sold digitally now. So you, and games are massive. Fucking the, the, the uh, Halo Master Chief Collection had a 20 gigabyte day one patch. 20 fucking... WoW is a 38 gig install. That is half of WoW. That is half of all of World of Warcraft. I I think Guild Wars 2 is 18. That is more than Guild Wars 2's entire game as a patch. Plus now, also, anybody who bought the game gets Halo 3 ODST for free as a download. So that means that they also have to have that thing downloaded, which is like another 6 or 7 gig. So that's a 27 gig patch plus all the smaller incremental patches since then. That is already right there. I mean, you're probably going to look at a 30, 30 to 35 gigs with that one game plus the game's install. Which is probably another because it's all of the Halo games through 4, I believe. So that's at least four, 
four games if they don't include the little side games. So, yeah, that I think it includes Reach as well. So Halo 1, 2, 3, Reach. Oh, no, five games. Reach and four and ODST. But ODST we're going to take out of that. So you're looking at probably a 50 gig install total installing all those games. That is already one-tenth of your hard drive for one game. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. Why they ever thought that having a 500 gig hard drive in that thing was ever going to work, I don't know. Because you're going to have to uninstall your shit every time you want to play a new game. Because every game has to install because it's Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. So, there's no point in even buying a physical copy, because you're still going to have to install everything. Yeah. So you might as well just buy it digitally so it can't be destroyed on accident. And then you have, well, uh, apparently according to Konami's rules now, they can just take away fucking licenses from people. Um, but then you have shit just like... Then you're just like, oh, well, I feel like playing this. Oh, well, I gotta uninstall something. Well, all these games are all like... 40 to 50 gigs, so I guess it doesn't matter. I'm gonna have to fucking spend three days downloading whatever the, whatever game I uninstall now so at some other point. So, a one terabyte hard drive is kind of a must. I wish they would release, like, a two terabyte, maybe a four terabyte version. Just yeah. put two... They use fucking laptop hard drives. These are tiny little fucking hard drives. They could fit four of those in that giant box. Mm-hmm. That thing's bigger than a VCR. They, they could fit four of those inside inside that box. Put four one terabyte hard drives in. Raise the cost by another $50, that I, I would buy one. If it was 500 bucks but had four terabytes of storage in it, sure. Yeah, because that's like... You just need that now. Nowadays, you yeah. Need you that. need to have that if you want to fucking like, be able to download... Like, I could install my entire Steam library mm-hmm. to my external right now. Like, you used to need a bookshelf, and now you need, like, at least a terabyte of Minimum. Storage. Minimum at if least. you want to do gaming. Like, a terabyte... Uh, right now, I it, I could clear off my external hard drive and install the majority of my Steam library on my external and the rest onto my internal. Mm-hmm. I have, like, almost three terabytes worth of games. Most of those are tiny, like... Or just little, like, um, indie games and stuff. Mm -hmm. My bigger games, like the 50-gig fucking Titanfall and shit like that, like, that's where the space goes. Yeah. I mean, I think 41 gig of that goes to Dragon Age. Dragon Age 1. Dragon Age 2 had, like, another 20-something gig. So between those three games, I'm already taking up 110, 120 gig. Mm-hmm. That's that's a lot of space yeah. for three games. So, yeah, having a one terabyte Xbox One is fine. Having a 500 gig is pointless, especially yeah. when it's $50 less. Well, like, if you compare the amount of games you can put on that 500... That 500... Yeah. I wanted to say 500 terabyte. No. I wish. That's I so wish we much. had a fucking petabyte. I wish we had petabyte drives. That would be amazing. Anyways, that's like those, you know, like the stack of like six games that always sat on top. Like I remember when I had, we had we had the Wii when I was not even a kid when I actually was allowed to play video games. And we always had like that stack of six games that sat on top of it. Because those were the ones we played all the time. But, like, that's your entire, you know, your entire hard drive. You get, like, you know, maybe 10, 12 games on there. 
and then you have to start uninstalling stuff. That's just a pain in the ass. Yeah, and I just, I don't, I don't get why it would be a $50 price drop, either. Also, I just realized how fast, like, this industry has changed since I just got nostalgic for something that happened, like, at most ten years ago. Yeah, well, if you think about it, like, it's been nine, maybe ten years since the Xbox 360. Because it, I think, I think it's been ten years now. Yeah, because I, well, I just, what I remembered was I just vividly now. remembered the sound of, like, pulling a case out from between two other cases, and then when the when one falls down, it made that, like, clicking that little sound. Clink. Yeah. Like, I just, I was like, oh, I missed that sound. And then I was like, dear God, that was maybe ten years ago. Oh, well, see, I, I've done, I never really had a huge stack of games when I had a 360, because I just fucking played arcade games. Like, I had, no, I didn't even have Skyrim for 360. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did end up getting it at one point, but I had, like, Fallout 3, and I think two other games that had cases, and I yeah. can't even remember what they are, and then I had, like, 20 fucking arcade games. I ended up playing Splosion Man more than I was playing anything else when I got rid of my 360. For just just some reason, I just oh, I have missed Splosion Man. I should play that. Yeah, I had the like I owned like five games. Like me personally, I owned the three Mass Effect games. That's what I was playing when I got rid of my 360. I had just gotten Mass Effect two. Mm-hmm. That's how long ago it was when I had that from 360. I had, um, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. And I had Mirror's Edge. Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. Those were, those were my games. That was it. I have, I, literally above what I just clicked on is Mirror's Edge. Also, what is Metro 2033 and Bio, oh god, my fucking things got all jacked up. It says Bioshock is a platformer. No. Well? I need to go fix this later. I have a very meticulously organized Steam library, and it got messed up somehow, and I'm really upset. (laughs) So I have to go fix this. See, I have never, ever organized my media. Like, never my books, never my movies. I used to organize my books by color, because I thought it looked nice. My Steam library is very important to me, and it's not organized, and it's going to really bother me until I fix it, so we need to finish this podcast up. Okay. We Uh, went way on a tangent there. Yeah, we went on a storage tangent for a bit there. Um, Okay, okay, where were we? What else? Uh, Dark Souls 3. Oh, yes. Chris Avalone, I believe, Avalon, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he left Obsidian, and he was the creative director during most of it, and he helped found the company, and he worked on Fallout 2, and worked on Fallout New Vegas, which Fallout New Vegas was definitely, in my opinion, superior to 3 in terms of its writing. I still kind of liked 3's setting more. Um, I liked the Old West thing in New Vegas, but I really liked Three's just, like, destroyed Metropolis kind of thing. It, it had a really cool feel to it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Fallout New Vegas was our, 
was arguably a better game than Fallout 3 overall, and one of the guys who was like the lead person on it left Obsidian, so maybe he'll be heading over to Bethesda for Fallout 4? Maybe he'll write some of the DLC? Uh, didn't give any reason as to why he left, but uh, yeah, that... That's kind of sad to see somebody leave a uh, leave a company that they helped found like twenty years ago. Yeah, like they've yeah. been around for fucking. I think it was nineteen ninety six they founded. So yeah, well there hasn't been. A, there's no reason yet, right? Yeah, he hasn't given so, a reason. I mean, hopefully, so. it wasn't. It wasn't a bad split. Yeah, we'll see. That's you know I, when people leave places, it's always worse when something bad happened. That's just I don't know. Oh, well, this is. 24 minutes ago, so right when we started um, recording, apparently, Ouya is getting bought by Razer. That's interesting. Um, Ouya, I don't think you've ever seen anything about Ouya. That, that was the Android yeah, console. Yeah, I think we talked about that at some yeah, point. Yeah, we did talk about them uh, being sold, like, looking for a buyer yeah. because they're... Shh, oh God. I could rant about Ouya's horrible everything for a while. Starting um, with the name, it, I, the the system itself didn't bother me. It was essentially an emulator box that was all anybody was going to buy it for, mm -hmm. because you could slap on an N sixty four emulator or a, a Genesis emulator and play a billion and a half games for free. Um, which, which they that's, knew that's some. I mean, there's a lot of value in that. Yeah, there's, it's illegal though. Um, <laughs> and they they kind of half advertised it as that. Uh, they when people would mention doing that on Twitter, they would retweet it. Even though not quite legal unless you own the games. Um, which is why I can not currently. I need to go pick up a PlayStation. Um, what if you potentially own the games, but they might be in a box somewhere? To, do, to, to legally be able to use an emulator, you need to own the system and the game. Then you can legally play on an emulator all you want. Which is why I need to pick up a PS1 so that I can play Legend of Dragoon on my PC. Yes. Um, Does it have to work? The system? I'm not sure. I'm just going to say no because I, I'm pretty I, sure that you would help me. I could pick up a shell. system yeah. for pretty darn cheap. I could find somebody who's about to throw out an old PS1 and just use it. Um, but For some reason I self-censored there and I was like, I can't say damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, so essentially the Ouya was it, it, it didn't do well um, And they've been looking for a buyer And I guess uh, as of 24 minutes ago Reportedly uh, Razer is buying Ouya So, I don't know, Razer makes Pretty decent gaming stuff So we'll see what they I don't fucking, get, Razer's weird I don't buy any of their products I don't use any of their products I've heard they're really good I have no personal experience and it seems weird that a company that makes, like, mice and keyboards and mouse pads would buy a console maker. I don't understand. But whatever. Fucking everybody buys everybody. Yeah. Apple bought Beats. The world can go to hell. I don't care. Um, well, I mean, if they have the money and they're looking to expand their um, portfolio... I, what's business speak for do I bigger? guess. I don't fucking know. Business speak for do more things in different ways. Fuck if I know, man. Um, yeah, so there's nothing really else. I'm, I'm scrolling through right now through uh, my 
RSS feed, and there is really nothing else going on today. Yeah, we didn't talk about Hellblade yet. Well, that was going to be the main thing we talked about. Okay, I, didn't, I wasn't sure oh, if you Oh, God, were... wait. This episode's already 24 I minutes long. I wasn't sure if you were getting there or if you were wrapping up. So, okay. Ninja... Well, it's because like, we went off on that tangent. Yeah, we about... went on the storage tangent. Yeah. So, Ninja Theory... Ninja Theory is a company I really like. They made Enslaved, Odyssey of the West. They made a lot of games. But one of my favorites that they've made is Enslaved, Odyssey of the West. Which I would like to start doing a playthrough of again... I think I'm going to just restart and get back up to that point. Um, anyway. They are making a new game called Hellblade. And more details have been announced about it, and a trailer came out. The game centers around a woman who survives a Viking invasion and subsequently has a mental illness. I'm assuming PTSD. It's not stated directly. And it deals with her dealing with that between her having hallucinations and delusions and fighting said hallucinations and stuff and like the entire game is essentially her own personal hell and i thought that was really interesting because it's something that they that isn't super explored all that often um like i feel like it's something that's ex- that tends to be explored but more often in like the horror genre and usually as like a shock piece like ooh this person's crazy they're inside their brain the whole time you know yeah um they did that with the evil within uh you played as a character that was inside another person's mind the whole time mm-hmm. um spoilers on that fucking <laughs> if you cared about that game no no that was like one of Bethesda's biggest flops Critically, they did not do well. With I that. think I watched maybe we an watched, hour. You of and I the, watched Markiplier play it. Of, yeah, um, I was actually thinking about rewatching that because I I think the game was better than people gave it credit. I was interested. Yeah, the I just story saw it looked bits in bits and pieces and couldn't really figure I, out what's going on. So. I just I just didn't care about the main character because he literally looked like every other main character. Mm-hmm. He was scruffy white dude. Yeah. Um. Well, I feel like the idea of being inside the mind of a of a of a crazy person, just trying to figure out how to put air quotes in my voice, um, is something that's been done. But I'm really interested to see if this is rather than being like we're inside her crazy brain, but just I, this is how she sees the world because I of what's think, happened. I think they're gonna go more the Dead Space three route. Because in Dead Space 3, and I guess to a lesser extent Kane and Lynch, which fuck those games though, those were awful games, Dead Space 3 had it so that the main character sees things and has to fight things that aren't actually there. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're playing in co-op and you're playing player 2, you see him, you see Isaac fighting, like, you'll look over and the other player will have to be killing something that's on screen for them, but not for you. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, that's a cool concept. I think they're going to go like that, but with a single-player thing. So, essentially, everything that you're seeing is either a hallucination that you're fighting or something else that's in some way twisted by her mind into something more horrific than it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I think from the trailer it shows her fighting, like, a big dude with, like, a flaming skull like it looked like, like a, a deer it, skull it like with it antlers crown and like or some yeah, sort of like and I, I thought it was like a, a I thought it was fire but it might have been like with yeah like flames in it something like that like he, but I, it see I thought it was like a tree person 
Uh, no, no, he but had muscle and stuff. I can, well, um, you can have muscles and be a tree. No. Uh, <laughs> but, and I think it's probably, she's just fighting a Viking. Mm-hmm. And that's just her brain interpreting him as a demon because that's her easiest way for her mind to make sense of, like, the extreme violence and everything that happened in the invasion. So, I don't know. We don't know much about the game yet. I'm really, really interested in it for two reasons. And the first being that they specifically say that they're trying to deal with mental illness. Yes. Which is something that I feel like we don't see very often. Like, I feel... You see mental illness comp a lot, especially in horror, but not in the the sense of we want to explore this concept in a way that's like not shitty. Yeah, and, not oh, just like mental ill people. Oh, you're kill crazy. Them all. Oh, yeah. We're in an asylum. Everyone's crazy and trying to stab us with stuff. Like yeah, outlast things. Yeah, it's. I think that's really refreshing to see somebody say this is... And, like, they specifically said it, that this is a topic that doesn't get dealt with very often. We want to deal with it. And I'm very happy that they chose a, like, a female Celtic warrior. Yeah. That's very cool. Like, I really, really want to play this game for the, like... Because those are things that I'm interested in. And I'm very particular. Like, I get very upset when I see mental illness dealt with in a way that's sensationalized or used for shock value and it doesn't feel like that's what they're doing here yeah i i enjoy okay so they made the new devil may cry you've seen me playing around yes, with that game yes they made dmc <laughs> they made heavenly sword remember that fucking oh, horrible shit. movie that we started watching yes. it was based on that game they made heavenly sword and they made enslaved Mm-hmm. Like, those are the three big games that they've made, and now they're making Hellblade. Um, so far, they've made... Like, Heavenly Sword was a pretty decent game overall. It wasn't great, but for a very early PS3 game on a system that nobody at the time owned, mm-hmm. in with a bunch of new weird tech in it that was super hard to develop for, it was a really good game. Apparently, the PS3 was the worst thing ever to develop for. Yeah. Because it used a proprietary processor made by IBM, and it was a fucking beast to try to figure out, and developers hated the PS4, or PS3. Um, so, and I loved Enslaved. God, I love that game. So, I mean, we have Enslaved Odyssey of the West, which I really, really loved, and I love how they treated the, the characters and stuff in that. And we'll see how they... And I like the new DMC, no matter what people say, I liked that fucking game. Um, we'll see how they do with Hellblade. Um, like, if they do a good job with this, that could easily... I mean, that would definitely make them a studio that I would really like to see put out more. Like, right, I haven't played... I don't think I've played any of their games. The but one... I know that Enslaved is just beautiful, and... Devil May Cry, the bits and pieces I saw of it was also beautiful, and I saw the beginning, and it was fantastic. So. <laughs> <laughs> the pizza crust. Um, now, the one problem with Hellblade that I've seen so far, and it's my one major issue that'll probably keep me from playing it, it's a PlayStation 4 exclusive. So, no PC. So, I, I'm not buying a PS4 for that one game. Although, it plus Ratchet and Clank may get me to maybe buy a used PS4 someday so I can play them. Um, I would like to get a PS4 uh, 
an Xbox One and a Wii U just so I can record stuff from those, but that's a very long time down the way. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm at the point where I would definitely watch uh, somebody do a Let's Play of Hellblade. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, Cry or Mark or somebody. Um, will do it. I will. De- I would definitely. I would. Well, I mean, I would most likely buy it if it came out for PC. But there's no way I'm going to buy a PS4. Oh for yeah, that. Like, I would. I, I would just, 100% buy it if it came I out on PC. I just don't have PC. the disposable income to buy platforms for one game. Exclusive games are pointless, and I guess this is going to devolve and be the end of our uh, end of our podcast today. Exclusive games, I hate them. So much. I hate the concept of exclusive games because you are doing nothing but hurting your own sales. Kingdom Hearts being, if it had stayed exclusive on the PlayStation, would never finish playing Kingdom Hearts because I'm not going to buy a PS4 just for Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. It, like, keeping this game, keeping Hellblade exclusive, keeping, um,. I guess the order was a Sony game, so I guess okay. If it's a proprietary game, if it's oh, you're you're the one who made the console, you're the one who made the game. Keep it exclusive. I don't give a fuck about that. Halo can stay exclusive. It, the order can stay exclusive. Shit like that can. But if it's not, if you are a third party studio making a game, you probably are not going to make as much money cutting that exclusivity deal than you would if you released on every platform that could play it and and got the sales from that. Like, Dark Dreams Don't Die was supposed to be an exclusive on the Xbox One. Yeah. It is already... I think it has already outsold the Xbox One version on PC. Yeah. It has only been out for I'm, ve- I'm very glad that that did not stay exclusive because it would not have... It, I don't think we would we would get the end. Well, it... If it had... Well, I don't know if we're still going to get the... Sweary is I'm, very happy. I'm, uh, I'm just... But, yeah. Just, I'm telling myself we're going to get the end because that game is so fucking ridiculous. But, um... It's just... Yeah, it's just stupid to limit your customer base. Yeah, I'm looking up to see if there are any numbers on the PC sales for Dark Teams Don't Die. Uh, I know it's only been now five I'm days, really curious but we can see. to see... Like are are PC sales for games in in general higher than console sales? Typically, or, no. Yeah, because typically was... there are so much. There's a lot more choice on a PC than there is on a console. Mm-hmm. You have a lot more indies. You have a lot more free games. You have a lot more games that are multi-platform release and stuff that are coming out. So typically, if uh, if somebody has, and a lot of the time, honestly, not everyone one wants to sit at their computer. They want to sit down on their couch and look at their big TV, and so yeah, they buy a game. That is one of the console. things about PC gaming is that the the experience of sitting down with someone in the room with you and playing a co-op game is difficult to reproduce. Well, not really. It's just people don't want to take the time to do it. You could, I could take That's this true. machine right here. We used it on the. We used yours on the TV. You just set it up next to your TV, you get a wireless keyboard and mouse, you get two wireless controllers, and you go for it. Yeah. Well, and I it's, think... it takes two seconds to do that. But nobody wants to do well, that. Well, but like so... if you have a whole setup at your desk, and you've got like 
cords going everywhere Build, and, uh, and and then we have things called the Steam Link which is coming out which lets you stream your games from your big big thing to the see, little box see when that <laughs> happens then I, I'm really excited for you that you can already happen. do that we could install Steam on your piece of shit laptop right there that one that barely works and stream games from my PC right here to that thing with it hooked up to the TV so nowadays it's really getting hard for consoles to make a lot of sense because there's a lot more functionality from mm-hmm. a PC. Because that's really the only that's really the only experience that yeah, playing a console couch, game the couch co-op ver- yeah. the couch like sitting with other people thing mm-hmm. is the one thing that consoles have out on PC and Steam is trying to get that. Yeah, I mean and once more once more streaming be, when streaming becomes more mainstream, um, yeah, that's it's not going to be an issue. Well, fuck, we didn't even talk about that. That happened this past week. All of the pre-orders and shit for the new uh, the new hardware for the for Steam and stuff came yeah, out. Yeah, I know. I saw the controller. Yeah, the controller, the link, and the Steam machines. All the pricing was shown. Uh, for. And we were like, oh, this is going to be such a short episode. Yeah, no, the Steam controller, which I am buying one of these. I'm gonna buy one. You can just have my fucking Xbox One controller if it's not terrible. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm gonna buy one of these to test it out and review it. I think I might actually pre-order it. Um, but you can buy the Steam controller for $49.99 and the Steam Link for, I believe, it is also $49.99. And you can buy a bundle with the two for $99.98, which is literally just the two prices mashed. Um, they didn't even cut anything off on that. <laughs> but... You can take this. See, it's got an HDMI, two USB, and, a, and an Ethernet port, and then another looks like USB on the side. Mm-hmm. You just take that, you hook it up to your TV, and it streams your games from your big PC onto your onto your TV through this little box that's super low power. You just have it plugged in right there, and everything looks pretty and nice, and it plays from that computer and just streams to the other one. And you can do that within Steam as well. Like, right now, if you wanted to play something that was installed on mine, you just come over to my computer, click, turn on in-home streaming, and it will just, if, as long as you're logged in on my account in, your, in the other room, mm-hmm. you can just stream from my computer without even installing shit. So you need to have one... One beefy computer. You need yeah. one beefy computer and a Steam link to be able to have couch couch stuff. Yeah. Which so, is, that's really cool, because that yeah. is, again, that's making the one the one thing that was difficult to do with a PC yeah. it, it, really fucking easy. And then they have they have controllers for it, too. So, right there is your, that's, that's your couch stuff. I wonder if someday, like, computers are just going to be, like, built into, like, a closet somewhere, and then you can just essentially stream it to screens around the house. You won't even have to have the computer nearby. Yeah. It's like just stick it in the laundry room with like your water heater and your whatever else you have in the laundry room, your washer and dryer. Yeah, probably. I mean, it, probably. I mean, well, it, it has uh, it has a wired uh, wired Ethernet and wireless in it, wireless AC, so high, newest standard. Three USB 2.0 ports, a Bluetooth 4.0, HDMI out. And plays games in 1080p, 60fps, as long as the base computer can play them in that. So, like, if we're going to go try to play The Witcher 3, God no. Our computers cannot handle that. But, 
we could probably stream it in 30 frames a second on medium settings to the TV. That's pretty, for 50 that's pretty bucks, fucking incredible. For $50 plus 50 bucks a controller. That's a pretty good price on that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... Well, considering that computers have so many different functionality, like, so much different... You can do many things on them. I'm, I am have been up a long time, and I'm... Oh, I understand. I I have to. You I, can do lots of you can do down. lots of things on a computer. Yeah, computers are a lot more functional than <laughs> than consoles. Than consoles. That's what are. I was trying yeah. to say. So you then can that's surf what, the web, and that's why you can draw a picture, <laughs> which I need to do. Um, and just to bring it back to what we were talking about, that's why I don't like. Um, that's why I really dislike. Uh, exclusives because. Mm-hmm. There's no real point. And I don't like the fact... Like, Titanfall was a PC... Was a Xbox One slash 360 slash PC exclusive. Mm -hmm. Right there, that's not a fucking exclusive. That's three platforms that that thing's on. So no, that's not a fucking exclusive. Hi, Odette. Um, It is a Microsoft exclusive. And the next one's not going to be because Microsoft put out so much money. But that game died out so fast. Well, also because there wasn't enough content for it, but still. Um, yeah, if your game like relies on having lots of people playing it, limiting the ways those people can get to your game is never going to be useful to you. Yeah, and so, like, limiting games, limiting the place where people can buy games is stupid. Limiting the console is even dumber. And having, like... I hate the fact I hate pre-order bonuses, I hate exclusives, and I hate how DLC is treated. DLC as a concept is really good, mm-hmm. like adding in more content, but chopping out ch- wide swaths of a game to then sell it piecemeal later, i.e. Ubisoft, i.e. Con- uh, Capcom, um, or releasing a billion and a half DLC packs when the game is released, i.e. fucking, um, what's that one game called that I hate that I never played too much of? Um, Evolve? Evolve. Yeah. Fucking 400 fucking dollars for Jesus that shit. Christ. Just like, like 300 or 400 dollars. It's not even... That's a console. 300 dollars is a fucking console. Yeah. That's... You could buy a PS3, a 360, and a Wii for that much. You could buy a Wii U for that much. Mm-hmm. To buy an entire game? Yeah. That's stupid. And I mean, a lot of it is non-essential stuff, but still, that's just that's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, like, I just and and to have it day one—that's the worst part for day one DLC. I hate day one DLC. Day one DLC is the worst part of it all because that means that they took out of the development time to fucking make DLC when and you have shit that comes out like Unity mm-hmm. and it comes out with DLC, but the game doesn't work. Because they took half the fucking development time to make DLC, and they didn't make any goddamn progress on the game, and yeah. then they're like, oh, we gotta shit this out. And the and exclusives kind of force that kind of stuff, because they have to make up the money they lost by making an exclusive somewhere, so let's shit out a bunch of DLC for something. And, I don't know, I just, I really heavily dislike exclusives, mm-hmm. and I really, really hate pre like, bonuses. The point of DLC is to make the game, like give the game value after it's been released. Like, after people have already played it, to continue to give the game life and value. Yeah. Like, I like, don't even mind... 
I don't even mind like the Dragon Age 2 DLC that had arguably it's kind of story DLC where you go and you learn about Hawk's father. Mm-hmm. It's not integral to the story. You don't need to know these things, but finding these things out matters in Inquisition. And I don't think they planned that out. Um, but finding out the stuff that you find out in the Lineage DLC, I believe it's called Lineage, in Dragon Age 2 leads to what you uh, what you f- learn about things in Inquisition. But it's not... An, you don't have to know it to complete Dragon Age 2. Mm-hmm. You don't have to know it for Dragon Age... Oh, excuse me. 2 to be a complete story. So I'm okay with that kind of stuff. But when you have stuff where, like, what game was it? I think it was Assassin's Creed 3? I think. Or maybe it was... No, 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 no. It was, I believe, it was Revelations or Brotherhood or something. It was one of the Ezio games. The literal... The literal ending to the game, like, the end of the story for one of those games, was DLC. Like, you had to get the DLC because that was that was where the real ending was, and it ended the story for that for that game. When I mean, the original the original ending was kind of a little bit more open ended, and opened up for a sequel. But still, having a chunk of something being there, it's like no, 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 no. And that game wasn't even exclusive. Because like the point of DLC is here is this completed thing, enjoy it. Now that you've enjoyed it, here's additional things to add to this completed thing. That you can enjoy. And instead we get... We get DLC packs, and we get pre-order things, and we get exclusives, and it's just the industry fucking with itself. Mm -hmm. Like, Hellblade would be amazing on PC. Yeah. I, I don't know how the game is going to actually play, we don't know yet. But you know what? It's Ninja Theory. I'll trust them. Their games handle fucking amazingly. All of their games, the combat is fucking gorgeous. I, I still... I think DMC may be the my favorite action game. Like, the combat in that game is probably the best I've ever played in, like, a third-person, like, hack-and-slash-brawler ever. Because you can switch between the weapons fluidly... Combos are... You can keep those combos going forever. Everything looks gorgeous when you're doing it. Like, it's... It's fucking astounding. Like, and another another difficult thing... Another frustrating thing with exclusives is... That a, a game that flops isn't going to kill the console. No, but it, but could, it could kill, kill the, the developer. developer. It has. There have been plenty of developers who have made exclusive games that didn't do well. And it's just like, well, fuck. Like, I mean, Sweary's only made a few games, but, I mean, like, it, he's lucky. He got really lucky with Deadly Premonition. Mm-hmm. He got very, very lucky that it got a really cult following and it did fairly well for the kind of game it was. But, I mean, if he couldn't have gotten out from under Microsoft and done uh, and done Dark Dreams Don't Die for PC on his own and with his, with his production company and stuff, because they, they, it got far little shit underneath her fucking uh, our rat decided to chew through one of her blankets um but like deadly premonition got farmed out to another company that fucked the pc port to hell yeah it was a it's a disgusting port it sucks it barely it doesn't work 90 percent of the time 
the console version works fine. The console wor- version is great. So the one that Sweary had a hand in works fine. And so he's just like, no, we're going to make the actual PC version this time. We're going to not be under contract with Microsoft. It's not going to be exclusive anymore. So, and the game is so far doing well. But that if he couldn't have gotten out of that contract, it may have killed him making games anymore. Yeah. Because it's a great game, but it just, if it doesn't sell well because Microsoft doesn't say a damn thing about it existing, it might have killed them. Well, because Microsoft doesn't care. Microsoft doesn't give a fuck. If, Xbox if, is a pet project for yeah. them. I mean, if they if they kill off a developer, that doesn't affect them in the least. No. Well, like, look at Konami. They kill off. They've killed off like nine things lately. Mm-hmm. Like they're not. Like, and that's the frustrating part is that it's the developer who's doing the work and and taking all the risk. Yeah, and, and then the publisher is just like fuck it. I mean, you do you you do have publishers that take risk. Like THQ was a fairly decent publisher. They went under for it, mm-hmm. and they got bought out by Nordic. They essentially got 90% of their library bought out by Nordic, mm-hmm. and the rest by, like, small other places. But and I think that that structure is, like, across most publishing industries. If you look yeah. at, you know, books and music, yeah. that's pretty much always the way it is that the publisher is taking some risk, maybe... But not really. No, no, not Because much. when something flops, they have something else to turn to, but the actual creator, they could have put years and years and all their money into that, and when it flops, they have nothing else. Fuck, what game was it that that it was a massive budget? Like, they put, it was a couple hundred million, I think, into this game. They did so much work on it, it came out, and it just fucking flopped. Mm-hmm. God, I wish I could remember what the game was. But I mean, like, it came out and it was just like, no one bought this game. No one. Oh, well, Sotor is a perfect example of that. Actually, that game had a estimated budget of like $700 million because every line of dialogue is voiced. Everything is like, it's, it, it, was, it was supposed to be the wow killer, which we'd heard that a billion times when that came out. And in under a year, the game was free to play, and EA and Bioware were trying to recoup losses on it because they didn't make shit because nobody bought it. Yeah. Nobody continued playing the game. The subscription thing didn't work out for them. And they were kind of like the death knell of subscription MMOs, which Final Fantasy is the only one that's holding on, but they're doing fine. They've got a few million players. Final Fantasy XIV is fine. WoW still has like 7 million or something, so it's not like they're gonna stop anytime soon. They can go up and down millions of players, and it won't matter. Mm-hmm. They fucking they make they print they literally print money with WoW. Um, I guess figuratively print money with WoW. Mm-hmm. Um, all that money has to be printed somewhere. But exclusive, we keep going away from exclusives. Yeah, exclusives as a thing are super shitty for the industry because it locks out what games are like people want to just I, I want to play video games I don't want to have to worry about if I have like Kingdom Hearts that story is so spread out across different consoles because they gave exclusivity to different places oh this side game is a is a PSP game oh this side game is a three uh, a DS game this one the main games are on the PlayStation oh now it's not it's on everything I, what if somebody's just now getting into Kingdom Hearts with three and they own an Xbox One 
Yeah. Well, they're fucked. They they aren't gonna be able to go back and go get. They're gonna have to go buy a PS2 and buy all the games and stuff because it's not gonna be available for download because those were PlayStation exclusives. You could go do it if you're on PS4, mm-hmm. but it's just really. Well, most people have twenty, forty, sixty dollars to pay for a game. Yeah, you don't have. Most people don't have several hundred dollars three or four times to pay for all the consoles you would need to pay, play everything you want. Yeah, I mean, to get all three main consoles right now, the Wii U is like 250 you're looking at four for the Xbox, and you're looking at, I, th- I believe, four for the PlayStation 4. So yeah, you're looking at thousand dollars. Yeah, you're looking at a thousand fifty dollars. Four hundred plus four hundred plus two hundred. You're looking is, at one thousand fifty dollars yeah. plus tax and everything. Plus, you need extra controllers and games mm-hmm. to get all of those games. All of those things you're looking at probably like fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars for all three consoles. I remember back when the PS3 came out. When I got mine, mine was like eleven hundred, twelve hundred dollars for just the PS3 because. When it first came out, it was like $700 or some shit. It's like six or 700 It was insane. And I ended up getting that, three games, and three extra controllers. Controllers were 60 bucks a piece. Games were 60 bucks a piece. And the console. I spent like 1100 bucks like, on it. I, even when I was playing console games, because I had a, a Wii and an Xbox, I would never buy any game at full price. I couldn't stand it. No. I would buy them used, whatever. And now, having, like, a PC, I'm way... I'm even more cheap. I'm like, that game's 20 bucks. That's expensive. Well, and I think like, that's an issue. Because some games... Like, there are some games, like, I would not... I, I would definitely give 20 bucks for something like the... the uh, not the Leaper. I fucking I cannot think we're the almost swapper. in an hour too so. the swapper I would give something I would give 20 bucks for the swapper that's a really amazing game yeah it's not long but it's really good I would give 10 15 bucks for something like um oh fuck what was I playing that was super cheap I got it I got it for like really cheap on sale and shit I was just playing it um but I, I like there are things I would give a chunk of money for well, and, and I, there are games out there that I would pay $50, $60 for. Oh, yeah. Well, definitely. There's, like, there's, there are games I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm not going to pay full price for something because I don't think that people, like, the developers deserve it. It's just that people don't have that kind of money yeah. to throw oh, no. around. And if your entire business is built on catering to a minority of people that have that kind of cash, which essentially is, like, teenagers with rich parents. Like, and then, and then you know, young people with good jobs. Yeah, you, you have the outliers and stuff there, mm-hmm. but it's mostly just rich, upper-middle-class kids who can afford all three of them mm-hmm. and all the games they want, and mommy and daddy buy them a big 50-inch TV to plaster on the wall and play their games on. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have... And I think that that, like, part of the reason that people want cheaper games now is because that you know a lot of us are growing up and moving out and getting jobs and don't have money yeah like there's a reason I buy humble bundles <laughs> I don't I don't buy a lot of like okay 20 I spent $20 on darkest dungeon 
worth every penny. Mm-hmm. I also have bought Humble Bundles that were worth hundreds of dollars for a dollar. Yeah. Because sometimes I only have a dollar and I'm like, I want some new goddamn videos. I want some videos and I want to play them. God damn it, give me my videos. Mm-hmm. And so I go and I buy a fucking... I, I, I buy a Humble Bundle for a dollar and I might increase it later on to beat the average or something, but... It's one of those things where sometimes money's tight and sometimes you got an extra 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah. But I rarely have an extra 60. Mm-hmm. And then keeping things at, at an exclusive thing, it's like, I would love to play Hellblade. I'm never going to be able to play Hellblade. Yeah. I will probably never play Hellblade because it is a PS4 exclusive. I, as much as I'm interested in the game, I'm not going to go buy a PS4 to yeah. play it. I'm just not. And well, I mean, and I, I I, think it's interesting to look at the demographics of, I mean, I don't know off the top of my head what the average age of a quote-unquote gamer is, but I would guess it's somewhere in the mid-twenties. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, people, you know? it'd, be, it'd probably be early twenties to mid-thirties. Yeah. Maybe maybe up to 40, because you have people who grew up playing Pong, yeah. and who got into video games when they started, mm-hmm. who are now in their 40s, You have like people like my, like my uncle, who grew up, play, you know, played Pong as a teenager, and then decided, this is cool, I like computers, I'm gonna make games. And he ended up being, like, a, he ended up being an engineer for Boeing, but always into, you know, was into video games his whole life. And, like, but the the younger, like, the the people who are in their early 20s to mid-30s are probably buying the most games, and I'm pretty sure demographically don't have loads of money to be spending on that. Yeah. What did you find? Just posted on IGN, Metal Gear Solid V The Phantom Pain has optional microtransactions. Good God. Oh, Konami, just stop. Just, I'm done oh, with Konami. Oh, fucking Christ. You had to end, you had to leave us with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Oh my God, what? What, are they gonna charge you for Wait, 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 wait. Platinum Games just tweeted 11 minutes ago, here's something to get you through Wednesday. It is a screenshot I will throw up on the video version of this. Um, I, I think we're getting a Vanquish 2. You don't know what Vanquish is, and I, off, off recording I will, I will show you Vanquish. I'm very happy right now, because that's, Vanquish was an amazing fucking game. <laughs> that's much, that's much better. That's much better. Thank you. I was, I was depressed. So, that's where we're going to leave it. Um, it looks like we're getting a Vanquish 2, or a remake of Vanquish. Either way, uh, Platinum Games, thank you for leveling out Konami's shit. Anyway, uh, if you like this shit, our hour of rambling here, uh, patreon.com slash SSP. You can find the podcast at squidproductions.com slash the backlog, I believe, or just backlog, or backlog podcast. Just, it's, go to spidersquidproductions.com, it's in the podcast drop down we just have click menus. backlog there's menus there they're easier to use than 
the menus with shit controller support. Yes. Like in a lot of other games that we've had come out lately. Uh, yeah, so, anyway. Um, video version will be up on YouTube.com slash recurring Vs, and uh, have a nice night, everybody. Goodbye.